0: good lead what's a good lead in once upon a time <laughs> No, it's a terrible lead in
1: oh i liked it
2: how about uh a long time ago
0: in a galaxy far far away we'll just dnd it so you guys are in a tavern
1: and- oh yes let's go <laughs>
0: That's the best way to start a D&D session. It's like, all right, you guys are in a tavern. Um, You don't know each other. What do you do? <laughs> no, like...
2: real, real talk, though. I just recently did an audio book where the, it's a male-male romance, and the two main characters are on a train that going under a tunnel, The train, the tunnel collapses on them. So everybody else is killed, and it's only the two of them. In the dark, stuck for several days before they're oh rescued. Oh That's and, so
1: like, wow.
2: Right? Super dark. And that's to kick off the book. My character is uh, a nerd. So the way he tries to pass the time is he gets the gruff motorcycle tattooed guy to play DD with him. No. Like, the gruff legit.
0: motorcycle tattooed guy is at Tim?
2: Oh. Is it Tim in that book? I don't know. I don't think this one's Tim. Uh-huh. No, this one's not. Tim was the uh, lawyer from the pre the the predecessor to this book. So uh, it's a different voice actor that's doing the uh, uh, the the burly motorcycling guy. But Lexi, if you haven't been able to tell, I very much am the beta in the books. I'm very <laughs> very rarely the uh, the alpha male. It's usually I am the uh, I'm the receiver. <laughs> I am, All right. Yes, yes. I'm the catcher, not the pitcher.
1: Uh-huh. Right.
2: Yes.
0: Bro, but betas rule the world, man. This is true. You can't have an alpha without a beta. This is true. We make the world go around.
1: <laughs> oh, my God.
0: <laughs> well, on that, what's up, Phantom? <laughs> <laughs> my name is Josh, and today I'm joined by two very special guests. Joining us once again, we've got Lexi. Hi! And we've got Liam. Hey, guys. <laughs> that's 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 definitely a beta voice um (laughs) and on today's episode we're gonna be talking this is the animated musicals episode yeah so we're gonna be talking about our favorite animated musicals and maybe throw in some regular musicals down there um but let's kind of uh let's go with lexi so what type of uh involvement do you have in the musical theater
1: Um, much it is my favorite thing ever Um, I went to school for it I love it more than anything I make frequent trips to New York to go see Broadway shows I have a lot of friends that live in New York um it's just my favorite thing I love I I love musical theater it's always been a big part of my life Uh, I love it the most
0: you also have a a little musical theater little show projecty thing
1: oh yeah Shonen Showtunes (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah i have a little project that um bridges my love of voice actors and um musical theater so taking voice actors who do or have done musical theater or just theater in general um and giving them a platform to be able to perform those things if they don't have the time to commit to a rehearsal schedule while they're busy recording or going to cons um i want to start doing little shows and cabarets and things at conventions that they're in attendance i think it'll be really fun
2: that's badass. That's very 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 cool.
1: Thank you.
0: I, I'm ready for. I'm. I. If if you decide to do one through Zoom, I want to host a, a Shonen. of. of uh, hold on. Brain fart
1: you got it it yeah, is uh sh- you want show, me to help you? Show,
0: shonen show tunes <laughs> i was thinking subway and i'm like shonen subways like that's
1: not in subway that's not what it is Get your sandwich it's good <laughs> uh
0: i i, I want to host a shonen uh shonen uh, uh well
1: unfortunately so. i am the host for every show that's not i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> i mean i want
0: uh, i mean i don't want to host it i'm sorry i want to i want to web host it
1: i like, see okay that's what cool, i want to cool. do okay yeah I wanna,
0: basically you. i want to sit back and produce and just sit back and be like all right you can do your thing i'll just make all sure nice. your levels are
2: good <laughs> nice <laughs> well, so thanks. that's nice no just so does that entail like uh so, so more recently, uh, and I'll, I'll explain myself here, I recently stumbled across, I guess during COVID, a bunch of A-list celebrities did various scenes from The Princess Bride, and yeah. then they like coupled it together into like a, a their own version of it. So I mm-hmm. saw the part where it's like Pedro Pascal is Inigo Montoya, yes. and Jason Segel is uh, Andre the Giant, and then... Um, Oh, why am I blanking on his name? Anyways, there's somebody else who plays uh Vicini, and it's it's super, super funny. Um, but I thought that would, that was initially what I thought you were saying is like, you were going to couple together, like everybody plays their part, but like oh. remotely, and then you're kind of sandwiching it together in like a remote version. So like, no, say, yeah. so say we were doing like Grease Lightning and I was going to be Danny Zuko, but only for the Grease Lightning number. But then you do other sequences that are scenes, but a different voice actor oh, can be oh, Danny cool. Zuko be in that, in that, that particular scene. I, I was yeah. like, oh, that would be fucking dope. I'd be super into that.
1: That's so cool. Yeah. It's, it's more for, um, for live stuff uh, for like performing at conventions. Yeah. Um, I also do a virtual interview series where I do a couple questions talking about theater. And then at the end um, I have them send in um, like a self tape that they would send for like a, for a theater audition. Oh shoot. Nice. Um, just to like, have like, so just like a quick little, like 30 seconds to a minute of them performing something. Um, just as like a preview, be like, hey, if you did this at your convention, you could see this piece, but the full thing.
2: Nice. Um, yeah. yeah. And
1: I also like I know that um so like obviously a lot of people are from Dallas, and a lot of them you know could rehearse together ahead of time. So I've I've had people be interested in like doing scenes together. I was like, that's sick. That's, <laughs> hell yeah, that'd be so cool. Yeah. So I I yeah, I'm really excited for that. That's, that's gonna be, cool. If that if that picks up, I think that's going to be so fun.
0: Yeah. We can we can make that happen. I mean it's it's it, it, not a lot entailing, you know. It's like yeah. do you do you have the people? Yes. Do you have microphones? Yes. Well that's
1: then you can do it, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> like,
0: sounds like you have all the pieces in
2: place. I think we can move forward. Yeah.
0: Uh now Liam, you also have a little bit of a, a music-y background. Uh what what about you? So why I, did I why did I invite you?
2: I <laughs> no fucking clue. <laughs> I'm going to assume that it's a lack of alternate uh, guests. Charlie, no. didn't, Char- Charlie didn't want to be I, on. I'm, I'm you know, guessing, she, yeah. said, she said no. Charlie said no. My wife said no. I'm guessing Gavin also told you no. I'm guessing the hobo on the corner of 7th and Main told you no. Mm-hmm. So you have you have bottomed out the list, and you're like, you know who doesn't shut the f- up? Liam, let's get him on. No, uh, so I did musical theater throughout my Ute. Uh, my mother was a big, big fan uh, of forcing us to do things we didn't care to do. So uh, I went all the way through musicals all the, t- all the time, realized that it was kind of the only thing I was good at. So when I decided to go off to university, I actually went to the Crane School of Music as a vocal education major, realized that while that sounds really great on a resume, uh, I'm a punk rock kid at heart. So then I spent the next 15 years touring the country In punk rock bands, and that's
1: so cool. What the heck? Nice. Thank you,
2: thank you. Um, I mean, hence the tattoos. Yeah. Um, I I met my wife while on while on tour. Um, We weren't married at the time. That would have been super awkward. Um, but I met her and eventually moved out here, and I've been living in California for twelve years now. And then uh, recently left my full time job to pursue a life. Of uh, audiobook narration and voice acting when somebody decides my noxious voice is the tone they're looking for. So, hell uh, yeah. Although I will say I've parlayed my skills recently. There's a, a friend of the family, he's 17 going on 18, was applying for college, wanted to go to like San Diego State and like uh, 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 Cal State uh, LA, but he had to record an audition. Like a like performance audition and we had to send it in. So I was able to help him record three songs locally and he just got his letter of acceptance to Cal State LA. So yeah. Oh my god, awesome. I was like, man, I'm gonna fuck up this kid's future by (laughs) trying trying to record some songs, but we actually we got him into at least one of his two schools that he was looking at. So I felt like that was a little feather in the cap. So I'll take that as a win. Yes.
1: Hell yeah, dude. That's sick.
2: Yeah, I was pretty excited. Um, so I, I gathered the best
0: and brightest and then (laughs) I, and then I'm here. Oh my God. I was going to say, I was like, what about
1: you? What's your music?
0: Someone who, who doesn't listen to the radio, uh, (laughs) like doesn't particularly care about music. Couldn't tell you the difference between like Hans Zimmer and John Williams other than oof, I oof. think John Williams does the Star War and I think oh. that's base that's basically where it ends
2: you're a, you're a DC fan how do you not know a Hans Zimmer piece
0: like I don't know any pieces dude oh like I, I don't I don't pay attention to soundtrack like that's not my thing mm. like I don't when someone's like oh man can you believe the score for this it was so I'm like I, I'll, I'll watch the acting Oh, yeah. I wasn't there for that part. Like,
1: there was
2: music I didn't know. That means
1: they did a good job, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
2: That's fair. That's fair. No, I'll Uh, I'll 100% lean over to my wife and be like, listen to the emotion in this piece. And she'll be like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) I'm trying to watch a movie.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I'd say, uh, way over my head. Like, there's one of the questions, uh, question number six, uh, that we had on our list. And I was like, I couldn't tell you. Like I, I know maybe <laughs> like two, and that's it. So uh, I couldn't do anything with that one. But um, so I got you guys here because I want to know what makes a good animated musical.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Go ahead, Lexi. Um,
1: so yeah, it's so broad. Like I don't. I'm. I'm also with any sort of like with any sort of media. Really, I'm. I feel like I'm very, very easy to please if I watch something and I have a good time and there's like at least a character that I'm like, that's funny. I'm going to have a great time. <laughs> so I don't know, man. So uh, to me, to have a good character that is funny that I could say, I like this one. Um, and I don't know. I feel like it, it'd be the same for what what makes a good anything. Like I, I hope that there's a story that I can relate to. I hope that The songs progress the story along. The songs make me able to relate to the characters more. The songs give me insight to what the characters are thinking and feeling. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, that's I don't I don't know. I I, want to go off on it. But I mean, that's really I'm very easy to please.
2: I would kind of echo that. I'd say like strength of story, strength of song. You want fluidity between the two of them. Um, having songs that further character development or create necessary exposition. I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of the times we we run into a song that feels like it was sort of pigeonholed in, uh, mm-hmm. almost as either a placeholder of what should have been a better song or they were trying to cram too much exposition into one scene. So they were like, hey, let's tell the story through song. Um, I always reference in the first Frozen movie, the troll song is a completely unnecessary song, and if anything, really takes you out of the element of the, of the show itself. Instead of allowing Anna and what's Kristoff to, yeah. to sort of organically form an attraction, the trolls kind of force it. Yeah, and uh, I kind of I really felt like it was an unnecessary addition to the song. Or to the, the the musical itself, the the other part of it, and I I hate to harp on Frozen, but it was the best example I could come up with in like more recent hit um, times, which is weird because it's like ten years old at this point. Um, but when you have strength of song, you can't have one song that outshines all the rest, because if you've got one song that is sort of like here's your 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 pop song, your top forty hit. Everything else sort of starts to pale in comparison, and you start to forget the idiosyncrasies of those other of those other songs. So I'm a big stickler for not having filler tracks, like on a record. Uh, same thing, not having filler songs in a musical. Everything should feel like it's done with purpose.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: you, that that's a really good point. Like with like going back to Frozen, I don't want to harp on Frozen, but, um, <laughs> but we will. Yeah. I mean, there's Let It, like, Let It Go is definitely the pop, but it's not my favorite. Like the uh, the one with uh, Anna and... Uh, Hans. The Hans. Love, love is an
2: Open Door. Love
0: is an Open Door. A yeah. thousand times better. Yeah. Way better song. It's um, so fun. But, and then there's, you know, Let It Go. And then there's the stupid Snowman song, which I don't feel fits.
1: That was the one for me that I was like... Was this necessary? The they're like, we got to get Josh Gad to sing. He's yep. so good, right? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, he is. But to me, that was the song that I was like, what? I mean, at least the,
0: the I mean, yeah, the rock one's not very good either. I mean, there and then there's the, I guess Kristoff has a song Which I don't remember. I think it's something about, it's like something about reindeer. Yes, Yes. reindeers
1: are better than people. It's not even a song. It's like a little, like, it's It's a two seconds long. It's a ditty. Yeah. Yeah. It's cute. And they did not show, it's cute. But Jonathan Groff is an incredible singer, and we'll get to that later. But
2: yeah, no, 100%. But I think that that's in, in Frozen 2, he has the greatest song. Yes, but for it's, sure. But it's His, all, his cool 80s hairband song. Dude, it's yeah. 100% it's a Queen song. It's his Bohemian Rhapsody. But it's just the same thing. It's unnecessary to the musical. Like, it's it's a great song, and I will listen to it all day, every day. Out of both Frozen movies, it's my favorite song, hands down. But it's, it's incredibly irrelevant to the story. Um, but I also felt like Elsa's song... Same thing. Great song, but they were trying to hit the same heights they had with "Let It Go," and just didn't quite uh, uh, get there. And I, I, I feel bad just harping on them because they're not the only ones. There's, there's definitely been other songs throughout this kind of like new Disney Renaissance where we've, we've kind of always had that one song where you're like. Really, like Moana with the uh, the crab song,
1: Shiny, yeah, yeah, yeah Shiny, yeah,
2: great, great song, great super song. fun, and it's freaking um, Jermaine, yeah, uh, uh, Jermaine, but he's and he's a great singer and he's a great performer, but n- unnecessary to the the story and really to f- facilitate the the plot line along. Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
2: it, it,
0: see, it, it's a weird one. Like when I think like music like musicals like for whatever reason i feel like it has to have a villain song as well like i feel like all of your main characters to have like a good musical have to have like a villain song Which is weird because like, I think what I put my favorite musical on doesn't have a villain song, but (laughs) it's like, it feels like it needs that villain song. Like ever, I feel like all of your main characters need to be able to sing and like give that motivation. Is that, is that a weird thing? I mean, or is that like a, I mean, for like a lot of the stuff with Disney, I'm like, this would have been better with a villain song. Like if we had a villain song here, it would have been really cool because then we get a little bit more into, um, what's going on yeah. with our with our character our bad men yeah
2: the 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 motivations right yeah. behind the but i but i would say there's a caveat to that because you do have animated musicals like encanto which does not have a villain song there is a song that is sung by the main cast of characters about who is perceived to be the villain and we don't talk about bruno um but there is not like a true villain song because there's not a true villain in in the musical, but uh, I'm I'm with you, Josh. I mean, for me, and I don't know if we're skipping around here a little bit, but my favorite villain song is definitely "World's Greatest Criminal Mind" from Great Mouse Detective, which is. Because you get Vincent
0: to it's Vincent sing Price. for you?
2: Yeah, it's Vincent Price. And, I mean, that's, like, my favorite Disney animated movie is The Great Mouse Detective. But I would say that there's there's a lot of other top contenders. Like, you've got uh, The Other Side from Princess and the Frog. That's,
1: that's mine. So, that song is so unreal. All right, dude, just
2: let, we're going to skip straight to film. we we'll, we'll so that one. baller, dude. And, and then we'll, so jump back. we'll jump back to favorite opening songs. I would also say Prince Ali Reprise from Aladdin. The mm. one that jafar sings is super good and then uh you can't have a list of great villain songs without poor unfortunate souls yeah. oh, from yeah. little mermaid oh, so yeah yeah Hundred. Yeah. i went
0: nostalgia and i put be prepared on there that oh, yeah. was like Ooh, that's a good one because um, it's
1: iconic right
0: yeah jeremy irons i mean come on now yeah uh and then i also put uh the one that i feel like never gets any love it it always is like pushed to the back end and it, uh, Hellfire from the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Oh my God! No, that that. Oh my God! That like is so to me, like that it's one. Fun. I'm like that is that is like as as a young Christian boy growing up in <laughs> Oklahoma. Hellfire. I was like,
1: oh, oh my scandalous, God, scandalous.
2: Yeah, the that's, church. That's um, a heavy. So that's a heavy song though. Like when you really like listen to the mm-hmm. the lyrics, like lyrical content in a Disney movie at mid '90s, like that was. I mean, tackling you know uh, uh, Hunchback I- at all yeah. is is just like that was quite the undertaking to make it to make it an enjoyable movie and to make a grotesquely disfigured character your hero. I mean, that was G- Disney was swinging for the fences for that one. But yeah. yeah, Hellfire. Ooh, goosebumps on that one. Well, like
0: one of the uh like one of the lines is like choose me or your pyre, and you're like,
1: Damn. <laughs>
0: like Ouch. Uh, them them French people they don't mess around. <laughs> no. <laughs> them In- Inquisition Frenchies don't mess yeah, around, oh, cool. man. Um all right, so uh, uh talking about uh uh Uh, we we did our our villains what about openings like what to you is like the best opening song to give you to like put you in the mood and like tell you part of the story for uh for this this movie that you're about to watch um to me it will always be deliver us from the prince of egypt because (laughs) (laughs) Ooh. <laughs> that hits you so hard. Like you want to know what's going on. Boom! Right here, we're gonna tell you the whole thing. We're gonna tell you the what's up with Moses. So you're gonna get. Uh, this is what's going on with the with the, uh, the Israelites. They're in slavery and then we're also like oh yeah also let's go ahead and tell the little story of moses and everything like that we, we get two things right there in a six minute song which good lord it's six minutes um but it tells you so much and gives yeah. you everything and sets you up for what the movie is going to be
1: yeah 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 see when i read this question it's it's frustrating because i you know my brain is so in you know in live musical world but i immediately i thought of it's not animated but i thought of la la land the another day of sun from la la land which is such a basic answer cuz when i saw la la land i was like okay like i had a great time and like i appreciate like what's happening here and it it made me feel excited um but something about that opening man i don't know what it is about that another day of sun in la la land but that shit wow that shit makes me want to just fly into the sky it's so good it's so good so you have to think <clears throat> about animated ones.
2: Well, there's only one real right answer for animated, and it's this is Halloween from Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, oh so
1: we go- <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god, yeah! Garbo. <laughs>
2: Straight yeah. garbo. There's there's no there's no better answer than that one. If you want to get the entire premise of a movie. In just one song that introduces character, setting, vibe, the whole nine yards. And, I mean, it's Danny Elfman. Like, how do you—you can't go wrong with it. So, yeah, Yeah. this is Halloween. If you want some honorable mentions, I'm going to go with The Family Madrigal from Encanto. Also, uh, so fun. Same wow, thing. So fun. Introduce all the characters, and then remember me from Coco, because not only does it establish, but then the redundancy of the song and the different methods in which it's performed mm-hmm. just encapsulates the movie. By the time they're playing it, when Miguel is playing it to uh, uh, Grandma Coco at the end, oh I mean God. your heart Destroy. breaks, Destroy. and it's and it's such Destroy. a far cry from the big. Like 40s style musical from the beginning, it's 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 brilliant. So yeah, I, but for me, I mean, Nightmare Before Christmas has to reign supreme for that one.
1: That's a good. That's a fantastic answer. Damn, that's so good.
2: <laughs> is a rumor in St.
0: Petersburg? Is that the first? Is that an opening Ooh, song or I think is that? Because
1: so. I mean, it happens
0: after everything. I just don't know if it's a.
2: I mean, it's kind of opening. like you could kind of look at it with. Uh, um, the f- The opening number for Beauty and the Beast, like, it, you, you have the whole initial thing where they're telling the story about the Beast refusing the woman at the door. Yeah. So there is music being played while you have the prologue, but then when you go to the actual, like, first musical number, it's, you know, fun- she really is a funny girl. I can't think of what the yeah, actual it's, it's, title the, the of the The title time. of
1: the song is just Belle.
2: Yeah, it's just Bell. There you go. Yeah. So, like, essentially, that is your first song, even though it is not the first... Uh, stanza of music that is played it is still the first like song that you're priv- privy privy like to
1: the here's the characters and they're here now <clears throat> yeah, ah. that, yeah
2: yeah yeah
0: Cause, i mean that one does that one too gives like a whole bit with like what's going on what happened in russia yeah uh, yeah. uh and i love that john cusack was like
2: russian accent no no, no. i i am the american named dimitri
1: <laughs> yes
2: yeah, but to be fair, wasn't it Meg Ryan was Anastasia, and like she didn't give it a go either. Nope. <laughs> Kelsey Grammer though, he was like, "I'll do Russian." Yeah, Kelsey. And
0: Christopher Lloyd, right? Like, I'll be
2: Rasputin. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Hell yeah! But then, isn't it Hank Azaria Azari as the Bat? As the Bat. Freaking ba- batrock or whatever his name is. Yeah. It's oh, good times. God. That's yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then is I there, kick her, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> is there is there a song that you feel doesn't do a good like in in a movie like doesn't do a good job of like setting something up? I mean, Ooh. the cir- circle of Life isn't that great.
2: Well, so, so for me, hold on, uh,
0: no, hold the, on. Nostalgia glasses. See these? We're gonna take the nostalgia glasses off. If we were
1: vibes. to, if it's we were to
0: say movie though, movie. like for for this for this thing does it just tell you about what's going on in this world without the visuals without the visuals if we're just doing song only okay like no visuals like if you're listening to the soundtrack do you know what is going on in
1: not in that specific story but i don't know i i don't know i think i just liking is very like that's up there. That's it's like, sacred. That's like, you can't touch that. Yeah, yeah.
2: See, I was not a big fan of Lion King when it came out because I hated Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh, uh, you didn't, you yeah, didn't just, like JTT? Just didn't like JTT at all. Um, that was Tom Sawyer, man. Yeah, F that kid. Yeah. Um, Pinocchio, bro. And that would be another reason to hate. No, um, but I I get what you're saying, Josh. With Circle of Life, like, without the visual representation to coincide with it, you probably would be a little bit lost. But when you think about in the lyrical context, and when you think about the symmetry of having that being the opening and closing number for the show, there is, you know, there is a... Copacetic vibe from start to finish that that I think Circle of Life does sort of set the the vibe, the mood for for ultimately what has become a behemoth in musical theater. Like even if you don't care for the movie, the Broadway version of it is, you know, unstoppable.
0: Oh, Broadway's great. Oh my yeah. god. Ah Yeah. I I I would rather Disney do that next, like for on their Disney Plus thing. Like, that would be oh, fun the for them yeah, to do yeah, a, yeah. a pro Lion
2: King. That would be pretty dope. That would, that would be dope. Oh, you know what? I would actually say uh, Arabian Nights at the beginning of Aladdin. Fun. It's a fun song, but it doesn't really does tell it. you what's yeah. happening. Yeah. It's just like, especially yeah. the fact that they had to change the words from the, where, they'll, where they'll cut off your ear if they don't like your face. They actually cut that line after the cinematic release. So when it came out on video, they changed it to where the where, like, the heat is immense or something like that, like, completely changed the lyrical vibe because, obviously, people spoke out about how that was violent and
1: yeah. unbecoming
2: a Disney a Disney film, so...
1: Yeah, holy moly.
2: Yeah, I would say that one probably a little bit. Um, I can't really think of another one that really stands out. Maybe anything from tarzan while the music is all fantastic it doesn't do a whole lot with telling you what's happening in the story it's They're also just, just
0: all phil collins it's right, it's
2: it's great, Phil, yeah. Collins, phil collins, yeah it's just great phil collins songs i mean every single one of them is a banger but none of it really tells you what's going on right
0: yeah like that's why i didn't put uh can you feel the love tonight on anything because i'm
2: like that's just Ooh. elton john singing though like right, it's not right. like but that's where they were kind of they were taking a swing at like you remember when they used to do like R B versions of the hit songs yes. at like the yes. end at, during in like the trailers, like the trailers, the credits. I
1: feel like yeah, Doesn't so,
2: Christina Aguilera singing. She, no, she does reflection. No, oh, she does reflection. Reflection. Yeah, from uh from Mulan. But yeah, same uh, and thing. and car wash from Shark Tale. Oh God, of course. Why not? Because why not? Uh, but yeah, Sorry, it was very much. I forgot much... that Shark Tale existed. My bad. <laughs> I can never forget. Uh, Always remember. Will Smith would prefer that we forget. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think. I don't think there's a whole lot of other ones that kind of have that swing and a miss. But yeah, like "Can You Feel the Love Tonight" is another one of those. Like, here's a song for fun, and yes. it's yeah. Elton John. So why are you mad?
0: <laughs> exactly. You're like, okay, that's it, great song. Love yeah. it to death. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just kind of, eh. um, all right. So we'll, 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 stay with this one. Uh, favorite song then in an animated musical.
1: That's so hard. That's so hard. Nothing. Um, I know. Oh man. Cause there's, there's so many. So like to narrow yeah. it down is, is difficult. Cause I, you know, I thought about it. Oh my God. Like, I, I don't will. Know, I, I don't will know, say
0: like. I'll save you go ahead so then so then you can just mock mine uh oh no <laughs> uh i am uh very very uh partial to um he he only sings twice <laughs> in the entire song uh, and one of them's of reprise, uh, Mr. <laughs> Roger Bart singing, uh, go
2: the distance.
1: Yeah,
0: From,
2: from Ooh, Hercules. Disney's Hercules. That's, great. Hercules. That's yes! a good pick. I didn't even freaking um, think about that.
0: Well, That's cause like, I was thinking, I was like, we've, we've got go the distance and we're like, yeah, but he, he doesn't, he doesn't hit that long high no. until the reprise and that long, it's, uh, he just holds that note. And it's uh, it gets me. But the um, part's
1: going to be Doc Brown on Broadway in a couple months. Oh, really? No way. It sure is. That's
0: dope. 100%. That's the future
1: Musical, baby. Yeah, I'm so excited. I can't wait. Dope.
0: to see it. I want. I kind of want to go see that now. I love yeah, Roger Park. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Winter Garden. Ooh.
2: Yeah. No, um, I I would say that's that's going to be a top contender. But let's be fair. The the John John the John Musker Ron Clements duo. They they produced some of the greatest Disney movies of all time. So you've got Great Mouse Detective, Little Mermaid, Aladdin, Hercules. Uh, after that, it would have been um, Treasure Planet, Princess and the Frog, mm-hmm. Moana. I mean, come on, like that, all of those bangers. Maybe not Treasure Planet quite as much, but the other ones, some of the greatest music in some of the greatest films. Mm-hmm. Treasure Treasure Planet came
0: out... At the wrong
2: time. (laughs) Well, it was the Dark Ages. It was like Disney Dark Ages, where it was like Home on the Range, uh, Chicken Little. The only one to come out of that era with any sort of clout was Lilo and Stitch. Everything Mm. else is very much a forgotten... Well, no, sorry. To be fair, you also had um, Emperor's New Groove, which also, banger. Like, that's a great, great film. Yeah. Originally, it was supposed to be a completely different movie. That was The whole soundtrack was going to be done by Sting. And he, Yo, did, oh my he, God. he did a documentary called The Sweatbox, which was his time working on the, the music for that film. And then when the film got completely restructured into like a buddy cop uh, between John Goodman and frickin uh, David, Spade. Dave, David Spade. Yeah, that was the uh, that was the reconditioning. So And
0: then they were like hasting. Hey, we know yeah. <laughs> th-
2: this whole documentary, did, right? Uh, How- <hésitizen> yeah, his wife like yeah. filmed it and it's him just being pissed all the time and telling oh Disney yeah. like, I mean, I would be. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do what I want. Yeah, because you're sting. We get it. Not stung, not stinging, but sting. Oh, my God.
0: Uh, I also have some honorable mentions. Uh, oh, another you. one from Hercules, yeah. uh, a little Susan Egan. Uh, yes. Wednesday, I am in love. Yes. Mwah. Yes. I still I sing that in the car. When it comes on shuffle. Oh I'm my like, god. All right, I got this. We
2: went hit these. forever. We went to D twenty three a couple years ago and she oh god, performed nice. it. She performed yes. it live yep. in like one of the sit downs So I have it on my phone. Her I, I still have I still <sighs> have it on my phone. Dude, too. it was just the one of the greatest experiences of my life was mm-hmm. listening to yes. her sing live.
1: Oh I love that. She's and on then another
0: level. I <laughs> twisted my ankle getting off those stupid <laughs> stairs. Oh no. Oh God, it was terrible. I, and then I had uh, uh, "I'll Make a Man Out of You" for
2: Mulan because Donny oh, Osmond. I, oh my Donny God, Osmond, classic. Yeah. So classic. Before was just, di- like, just before- Donny Osmond, was just like Donny Osmond. <laughs> before yeah. di- before Disney was was trying to actually cast to the ethnicity yeah. of the character, <laughs> right. you know, before they kind of woke up to that and said, "Hey, you know what? Maybe we don't cast Donny Osmond as a nation, right? As an Asian samurai. All right, perfect."
1: I think, because because for mine, it's, I'm trying to go between, like, because gut reaction, I love um Almost There from Princess and the Frog. I Ooh, love that song. I love that song. One. I love that song. Yep. I love, again, we'll get into it with next question, because I know that, or like a future question, because I know it's coming. um But also, because I want to go to my favorite Disney movie, which is Tangled, and then nice. At Last I See the Light, which is, like, wrecked me from the first time I saw that movie. That's a good um, one. And it hurts my feelings so bad. <laughs> um
0: <laughs> mother got mother knows best too, that's as I, I say, good song a i song, just mother remember that best, i, was, I was, like, was gonna
1: say too mother yeah. knows best reprise not the, i mean the first one very fun the reprise and later in the, yeah, oh my god dark. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah. so good yeah. so good yeah 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 yeah
2: yeah. very mother gothel gives me very bernadette peters vibes she
1: could yeah 100
2: like very like the witch in into the woods Yes. Like that version yes. of Bernadette Peters, like very, very good. Yeah, exactly,
1: because yeah. she gets the thing to be young again. And yeah. Like, yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah.
2: 100 percent. They
1: are. They. They said yes. We are friends. Yeah,
2: we are friends. Handshake. We. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Symbiots. Um yeah. I'm. I'm gonna go a whole new world from Aladdin. A great one. I, I think that one yeah. has stuck with me just all throughout the years, and it just yeah. like piece by piece. Is such a beautiful song, and then just the give and take between Aladdin and Jasmine throughout it. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the harmonies are just divine. I just, I love the piece. It's that's a good one. Little Little Mermaid under the sea, oh, not not your typical, stopper. but for me, that's yeah, that's the showstopper. Have
1: stopper. you listened to the Broadway
2: version? Oh yes. Oh, oh,
1: my, oh. God, oh so, my god, Titus! Oh so my god, Titus! Take me to church, Titus.
2: When we're when we're on the Little Mermaid ride in Disney California Adventure, I am jamming. The whole time. And everybody is just looking at me because I am down. Singing harmonies the whole nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I got to go with How Far I'll Go from Moana. When we watched that movie the first time, my wife and I turned to each other and we're like, holy shit, what just happened? Yeah. Like, we had not heard a song hit that hard in years. And that was like, I mean, I would say, like, sure, um At least at Last I See the Light. Great, great song. Pretty much everything from Princess and the, Princess and the Frog, great. But just yes. that... How far I'll go and to have it hit so early in the show, in the movie as well, like that was, that was another level. Really good stuff. Mm -hmm. Lin-Manuel swinging for the fences. That's because you guys
0: enjoy Lin-Manuel Miranda.
2: Well, it's because you don't (laughs) like people of color, Josh. It's fine. We understand. Oh my God. He's from Oklahoma. It's okay. (laughs) It's okay. We forgive him. It's the. It's not his. No, I just it's don't, don't like culture. the fact that he
0: can. He can write fantastic numbers, but maybe don't sing as Alexander Hamilton. You know what? That was kind of that. That's the part that was the worst part of Hamilton I'll, for me. I'll is will give you Whenever Lin Manuel Miranda sang,
2: I'll give you that. It, was, it's uh, it's tough though, right? Because you're surrounding yourself with. A lot you of surround really talented digs. You surround yeah. yourself with Jonathan Groff, and
0: uh, the dude that plays Washington is like. Baller, yeah. Um, no, I mean,
2: you had talent upon talent, so you were never going to, without being a very, uh, veteran trained singer, you were never going to be able to hit those same levels. But what he made up for in his lack of pure pitch, let's say, or his was his, crying because he <laughs> cries through half he, of he his songs. He does cry through half of them, <laughs> and- but no, but he does. He he his delivery, his comedic timing. I'd say that he he does a lot of things really really well. Um I thoroughly enjoyed him in the Mary Poppins Returns and I thought that he was going to struggle as um like a doing a cockney chimney sweep accent but I thought he was just as enjoyable as any other character in there so um mm-hmm. but yeah I I'm with you Josh I think he is probably a little bit below where where everybody else sits but by no means does it deter me from watching that once a month on Disney Plus because it's so good. <laughs> Oh, it deterred me it
0: deterred me real
2: quick
1: cover <laughs> is not the book what a banger yes yes. and then the triple Trip Little Life fantastic oh uh, my god shut up how fun it was so fun truly it just, I just had fun yeah. so I liked it the, so the,
2: the whole thing because when they said like oh we're gonna do a sequel that's not really a sequel but it's another Mary Poppins story and I was like oh this is not gonna end well at all like this is gonna get torn apart and then we sat there in the theater being like holy shit they did it like they, they, they got they all the notes every key Everything that made the first one so timeless, they were able to employ into this new one. Like it's, it still sits for me in terms of their like more recent live action films. It still sits towards the top for me. It's great. Um. All right.
0: Favorite singers. This is the one where I'm like, I, I cannot contribute. Oh, I, I'm gonna sit back and be like, I got, I got nothing. No,
1: you gave. You said
0: Susan Egan. Yeah, yeah, Susan Egan. Yeah. uh, Paul, yeah, um, yeah, Roger Bart. Yeah, no, those no. I almost, those said, Paul, are I almost said Paul Blart and I was like, wait a sec, that's, that's not my right.
1: Favorite one, no. My favorite one. My favorite singer. My yeah, favorite Paul singer. Paul animated
2: musicals. <laughs> um, Mall Cop 2. Yeah, it's a great musical. It's so good. Um, I'm gonna go Brad Kane and Leah Salonga. There was Yeah,
1: Leah Salonga, good answer. Yeah, Leah Salonga, the, excellent answer. The, like
2: I yes, said, it, help me out. Who's who's that? So Leah Salonga was the singing voice for Princess Jasmine, and then Brad Kane was the singing voice for Aladdin. So to okay. piggyback on my answer for the previous one, a whole new world, just the dynamic between the two of them, it was flawless. Chef's kiss mm-hmm. into the microphone.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Susan Egan, love-
2: Susan Egan, I would say was more of a, I love her voice, but I had a crush on her. Like, she was just so, so fantastic. And Megora was just such a sultry, sexy character that, like, that was probably my sexual awakening. Was just like, oh, okay, I am straight. Okay. I do, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I do musicals and Irish dance, but uh, no, I'm I'm 100% straight. Okay. I mean, Hercules uh, is good looking, but uh, Meg, okay.
0: Uh. Yeah. You got um it. I can't well I was I, I was trying I was trying to keep it a little PG. Liam went off the rails with ninety percent of everything that he said tonight. So I'm gonna have to change that PG rating. Um
2: just, but just bleep anyway. it out. You'll go through, use your little beep boop beep and make noises while I'm cursing. That, yeah, exactly. that it doesn't it doesn't work when you do like it only works for me. You can still talk over it. So it doesn't work. I tried to censor myself at first, and then you didn't correct me. Yeah, so I was I like, know. oh, I'm just going to keep going then. Yeah, so. yeah, You should know. You, you tried ha- to
0: censor yourself when you dropped three, three bombs in yeah. the
2: first, like, two minutes. <laughs> you know what? Remy and I, because Remy gets my—Remy's my son, Lexi. He gets on me about uh, the amount of cursing that I do. So now we combined um, heck and F, like, when I'm like, oh, what the F? So now we say, what the hef? So now that's that's <laughs> our new placeholder curse that's word. That's very
1: cute. So when I'm when I'm
2: cursing funny. around the kids, I'm like, oh, he- mother heifer. So that's my new one. So cute. It's nice. It's nice.
1: That's funny. Trying to Love rein
2: it. it in. I just I didn't think Josh was at the same maturity level of my eight year old. So I thought I was right, in a, I thought course. I was in a safe space, but I'm not. So right. that's fine.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, Liam. I'm gonna need you to start using hef from now on. I will. 100. I, I did. I didn't know the. I didn't know the rules. I will hef it up in here. <laughs> for, hey, for, the, hey, for, the, hey, for the remainder um, of the
2: podcast hell
0: yeah i mean just you know heaven heaven get it in control oh. uh lexi what about you
1: um to also same thing circling back a little bit anika nani rose as tiana is unbelievable Ooh, she is so, so she is so wow i know that she's performed i don't know if it was at d23 but i know that she has performed that song live at some disney something yeah and I've watched the YouTube video an uncomfortable amount of times because she's <laughs> just so beautiful and so good. Um, and then also Susan Egan, I have a soft spot for her just because she's done Broadway. Like, she originated Belle on, um, in the Beauty and the Beast on Broadway. Um, and she also was Seven Foster's first replacement in the Early Modern Millie. So that's her special to me. Um, uh, yeah. And so, but like, I, yeah, those, I, you said for a boy and a girl, I said, I'm picking two girls, sorry.
0: That's fine, good. <laughs> Both fantastic. Oh, so. Hey, it's International Women's Day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, that was yesterday. Yesterday. yesterday we'll yeah. carry was, it over. we we'll no it, it, it It should be a whole month. Yeah. Uh, don't cancel me. Um, all right. So favorite favorite musicals. So this is this is Easiest question of my real real time musical. Easiest and question it of and life. it can't be modern really
1: that's okay, because that that is one of them. But that's if that's not that's not my number one. My number one is a show called A Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder, and it has been this. I've had the same answer for almost ten years. Nice,
2: that's a good
0: one. A Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder. Yeah, really
1: nobody fun. know. I mean, it won the Tony Award when it was up for the best musical in twenty fourteen, um, and still nobody knows it. And I'm like, it's the best show. I've it's it's my favorite. It, show, it definitely
2: period. hit different. Like when Avenue Q won, uh-huh. everybody jumped on that they were all yeah. over avenue q but yeah no it's it's been weird like which ones have sort of resonated with like the public at large so yeah um i'll i'll also go for a uh in my eyes, I think it's well known, but I don't think a lot of people do. Uh, this one I actually got to see during preview week before it uh, truly opened, and this was with Matthew Broderick and Nathan Lane in Mel Brooks's *The Producers*. The Producers?
1: What do
2: you mean that? What? Oh yeah, that's so
1: well known. It's well,
2: unbelievable. Well not known. so much anymore. I feel like *Producers* when it when it came out because I was a senior in high school when that came out. I I traveled down because uh, I grew up in upstate New York, so we traveled down mm. into into New York City to. To watch it and that one blew me away. I I'll I'll give some honorable mentions though. I also got to see Wicked with Adina yeah, Min- Menzel and Kristen Chenoweth Uh oh my God. when it was was still their their original run. That one was great. Um I got to see Spamalot. uh uh-huh. Spamalot's fun. It, it was uh Tim Tim Curry as King Arthur and Lancelot's uh, I don't remember who the actor was that was supposed to be there, but he couldn't make it, so they used their his understudy, and it was Alan Tudyk. And
0: uh-huh. so that was
2: my first introduction to the Alan chicken? Tudyk. The chicken? Yeah, no, from... super. Yeah, from Moana, the chicken. Uh, that one's super good. I mean, there's just a slew of musicals like I grew up watching that that would get honorable mentions. Anything from Thoroughly Modern Millie to Singing in the Rain to Mame mm-hmm. to Anything Goes to The Princess and the Pea. Um, but I would say in the more contemporary realm, uh, one that's really hit and resonated for me was The Greatest Showman. Um, obviously not a Broadway one, but only the cinematic one with uh, Hugh Jackman and Zendaya and um, What's-His-Face from High School Musical. Uh, but we— Efren. Yeah, Zac Efron. We watched that on a whim uh, the first Christmas during covid and then probably watched it another 17 times and then went to Target and bought it on Blu-ray, brought it home so we could watch it another 17 times. And that is a uh that is a long standing one for me. I'm I'm hoping that eventually they do a Broadway version so we can enjoy that one as well.
0: Uh I went uh I'm very basic. Uh I went the producers uh because hey! uh, because Roger Bart's in it. Nice. <laughs> Birds of a
2: Feather, my friend. Birds of a
0: Feather. Uh, I also went The Music Man because I stay with I stay true to Matthew Broderick oh, at all times. Okay.
2: That's a painful one for me.
0: Yeah, <laughs> not, not, not the Matthew. The Matthew Broderick one is not good. No. The, the one from the 60s, 60s. Even
2: that one, though. That one. That one, Carousel, is another one that for me just never quite... And it was one of those ones that like every like, Summer Musical wanted to do one of those ones, and I just... I'm like, guys, West Side Story's available, or, like, Grease, or, you know, Damn Yankees. Like, there's so many other options. Why are we doing Carousel again? Like, it's Mm -hmm. just... No thanks. Well, we gotta
0: do Music Man because people have... People play pool. Um... I'm from Oklahoma, so technically Oklahoma, we have to use it. It's a, it's, it's a state song. Yeah. Gotta oh, use it. It's
1: Oklahoma. Yeah! Uh, it's, we we have to.
0: And Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Um, so. Hugh Jackman, yeah. We have, you can go down to, I can't remember what city it is, and it's an outdoor musical. So you can walk through an old Oklahoma town and go and sit and eat chicken and beans and watch them do Oklahoma. Um, and then I guess newer because again I don't particularly care about musicals, but uh, Good Betty Oliver um, introduced me to Sing Street, Ooh, uh, nice. which I thought was very very good. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I went. I, I I still like Sing Street. It's one of the I, I don't own a lot of musicals. Uh, I own The Producers and uh, Sing Street, and that's it. Nice. So the the two that are non you know. But yeah, that's that's what I got. Um, I guess another honorable mention. I really liked something rotten. I thought that was something rotten was good because I mean, God, I hate Shakespeare is like one of like (laughs) the pinnacle songs. It's so good. Um, But yeah, I I I like that one too. And I'm you know seven bites for seven brothers can't get. Ooh, that is a good one. The the dumbest uh plot of any musical no that's it's a like, good one it's like, dude we can't get across the mountains until spring and when the mountains thaw out and we've abducted these seven women dude, it's, <laughs> but you know it, it's fine
2: it's, it's cute it, i mean it's stockholm syndrome at its best oh yeah but definitely, it's, it's, definitely that's a cute one that's like uh the unsinkable molly brown that's another one it's just mm. it's like a cute show mm-hmm. um so now the final
0: one, our our big the big one that we have is your favorite animated musical, Liam.
2: Oh, you want me to go first? I mean, Let's I I feel like you. I've alluded to this one already, but it's Aladdin. It's gotta be really? Aladdin. Um, the strength of songs. I mean, my favorite animated movie is the Great Mouse Detective. There just isn't enough music. And that's because Disney was still kind of wetting their feet at that point to be like, look, are we trying are we gonna go back to what worked for us in the early days. Um, And that's why there's so sparse utilege of songs in Great Moss Detective. But Aladdin just like from start to finish is so, so good. Like, I you know, I love Beauty and the Beast and and Little Mermaid, but just Aladdin did it on like a whole another level. And like, let's be fair. I mean, I was a young boy at the time, so I'm definitely going to resonate more with Aladdin than I am with Belle or with Ariel. So I get it. Like, my sister's probably all resonated with the other two a little bit more. But... Um, that one for me is, 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 tip top. And then, you know, Princess and the Frog, like we were just talking about, like great vocal performances, as well as just a great storyline or a great updated version of a very old storyline. Uh, and Moana would be another honorable mention for me. But what about you, Lexi? Real
0: quick, it's real tough. quick, Alexi, sorry, Don't real please. quick, sorry, real quick. Uh, I can't remember. It's been a while since I've seen Great Mouse Detective. Does Olivia have a song no, so the... the. So- I feel like if Olivia Flaversham has a song in The Great Mouse Detective... That takes... it. <laughs> it's the best movie
2: ever made. Cutest mouse character in all of Disney. Oh, 100%. She's so... Uh, like, just her little voice is so cute. Um, no, it literally is just, like, the um, uh, the world's greatest criminal mind. Uh, Let Me Be Good to You, which is the one that they sing in the bar scene. Um... Before, like, the fight erupts. And then, uh, goodbye so soon, which is Vincent Price again, which is when he traps uh, Basil and, and, uh, it's not Watson. Why do, am I blanking on his name? Anyways, the Watson in this version. Um, Dawson. There you go. Dawson. Yeah. So, Basil and Dawson, when he traps them, and then Olivia is also uh, trapped and, um, uh, Basil tri- sets the trap off early so it actually stops the ball before it hits the trap and then he's able to escape and they all smile for, smile for the camera and then they take the picture and it's freaking, that movie's so fucking good. Heffing good. So heffing good. Yeah. <laughs> um But yeah, there you go. But yeah, there's there's really only the the three songs. So I wouldn't really count that as a musical. Gotcha. Lexi. Sorry, interrupt. Yeah,
1: it's, no, no, you're good. It's tough because my favorite my favorite Disney movie is Tangled, but like you said, I don't know if I would consider it my favorite animated musical because I think I appreciate the music of Princess and the Frog more. Like I enjoy the songs yeah, of yeah. that movie more, like overall. So I'm, or and also Hercules. Like the oh, music in Hercules so is also slamming, and every like everyone is just slamming. So heroic! Um,
2: the music is just so heroic. Right. Just it's so that good. sequence. Oh, forgot oh.
0: about the. Uh, the the opening to Hercules too. Like
2: yes. even completely yes. forgot the about muses the muses
1: bitch. Oh my god.
2: That or like oh Charl Charleston Charleston Heston doing the You go, girls, and then like the muses go and sing the ah, yeah. Oh my Was Charlton
0: Heston God? Who was Charlton Heston in that movie? I mean,
2: he wasn't Zeus. Well, that no. was Riptor. So he
0: like yes. who was who was Charlton Heston? I kinda
2: took it that he was probably Kronos, right? Like he would be Zeus's Father, so the, the the god of time, Kronos would essentially—that's who I always assumed he was.
1: But the most evil Titan.
2: Yeah, no,
0: no. <laughs> let's not remember, let's all not forget, guys, that Aphrodite is not technically a god; she's a Titan. But she gets <laughs> she gets included with the gods. I'm just saying. She's pretty. Te-
2: she's gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs>
0: She has the best story. It's hilarious. We can't talk about it on air. But uh, <laughs> Oh dear. Uh her her origin story is amazing. If you ever want to look up Aphrodite's origin yeah. story, it's just like what is this? Thanks Greece. No. Um so are are, we, are you going to go with uh who who, who are we going to go with Lexi? We've said like four. I don't
1: know if I can it's choose. Hard. Just, it's hard. It's yeah. hard. I don't know. It'd be between Princess and the Frog and Hercules, I think. Just because I love the like those the those soundtracks are insane. John
0: Musker um, and Ron
2: Clements again for both. That that's that's mm. when
0: it's like you gotta flip a coin. It's yeah. a tough one. It's it's the it's the coin flip. It could like depend yeah. on the day. Like your mood may yeah, exactly. gravitate one to the other. Yeah.
1: yeah i'll probably go i'll probably go princess and the frog nice. i think i'll go Princess and the Frog. if you go
0: yeah. to the gym and you just worked out and you're feeling it it's hercules <laughs> yeah. 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 You, you feel
1: you feel it i was like i'm still at the gym i just got there i'm like all right muses sing me to sing me on this treadmill girl let's go
2: go <laughs> <Could> run faster <laughs> than i've ever run
1: oh yeah oh yeah
2: um
0: i'm gonna go with a dark horse uh i'm gonna go with cats don't dance That's starring Scott back
1: didn't <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. That's a, it's great. <laughs> it's so I'm great. I'm surprised it's you didn't it's, say Darwin's It's, Darwin not, it's not my
0: favorite. <laughs> it's not my favorite. Big
1: loud for the villain song. Big it and loud is, for the villain song. It's, yes.
0: on my, it's on my honorable mentions. It's, it's Hercules number one.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> Prince
0: yeah. of Egypt on my honorable mention, and then Cats Don't Dance. Just because I'm like, Scott Bakula, I got to represent my Star Trek love. You were a terrible captain on Star Trek, <laughs> but you were a Star Trek captain. And, I mean, uh... Uh, Patrick Stewart plays, uh, I don't remember, Pharaoh. Oh, does he?
2: Yeah. Oh, that's
0: right. He's, yeah, he's, he's their dad. And then he just apparently dies.
2: You know, on the vinyl screen, on the vinyl version of Nightmare Before Christmas, he does the, the spoken word intro before the start of this is Halloween. So we have the two disc vinyl Patty set. Stu? Yeah, Patrick Stewart is the voice that you hear at the very beginning doing like the opening monologue. It's so good. You mean King John from Rock Robin Patty Hood, Minute? And... You mean Professor Xavier from The X Men? Yes. That Patrick Stewart, that Sir. Oh, I said King Patrick John, Stewart. it's King
0: Richard. Sorry. I apologize. Oh,
2: yeah.
0: Yeah, he's, he's Richard. Yeah. All the, the true fans the are furious. A chew. A chew? Um. <laughs> Any 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 closing
2: thoughts? Closing thoughts? Did, did I you miss- love musicals
1: <laughs> <laughs> so much? <bad. sighs>
2: yeah, I would I would I would second uh, Lexi Lexi's <laughs> vo- voluminous outburst. Yeah, I just can't say enough good things about it.
0: I've, I w- I'm not sure if you guys caught on, but none of my things were new. No, I'm not sure if that that came out. Like all of my stuff is like old
2: but do you that's think okay. do you think for you, do you think for you josh do you think it's like those things especially hercules do you feel like that probably hit you at an impressionable age so that's why it's the nostalgia factor yeah the yeah. nostalgia holds true you know um and i don't think there's anything wrong with that i i a lot of the stuff that i picked was all 90s and whatnot like the musicals that i picked were mostly live action 90s ones i mean i grew up on a lot of stuff from you know the 20s and 30s and all the way through but If I'm going to pick something that I myself am going to go watch. Yeah, yeah, it's probably going to be something that hit me at a time that uh, it resonated with me. Mm
1: -hmm. Absolutely. Same thing thing
2: with, I was thinking about this the other day. So you think about like albums that you grew up with. You can probably name every song in order and you know most of the lyrics. But anything that came out in the last 10 years, can you do that? I can't. I can still name every track from like Dookie and Insomniac back from 94 95, but I couldn't name uh, even like five songs off of Coheed and Cambria's newest record. And I love Coheed and Cambria. It's just, you don't have that same connectivity in your adult life that you did when you were a kid because you have more things that are deemed more important. Whereas when you were a kid, you know... Like, I remember when Nimrod came out and I called my best friend and we both had bought the CD and we listened to the CD while we sat on the landline phone and then critiqued the song after each song. I would never do that now. It's just, it was a different, it's a different world. It's a different world now than what we, what it was when we were kids. And I
0: think my thing was like, it was never music for me. Like what you're just saying, me and one of my best friends growing up, we used to do that watching Inuyasha. We would call each other on the phone at like 11 p.m. at night and watch Inuyasha, not talk until the commercial. (laughs) And then we would talk about it and then we would shut up until the end. Oh, that's great. But like, yeah, like I I just never had that with with music. Mm um so it's a weird one
2: which is fine i don't think there's anything wrong with that i mean some people gravitate towards it and others gravitate towards animation or cinema or math or science like everybody has their niche and that's um, far be it for me to to uh, criticize somebody for what they enjoy Unless you enjoy math, that's just. I mean, unless what you, you enjoy D- what you unless you doing? enjoy DC movies, then I'll criticize you all day. <laughs> how was that last? How was that last Ant Man, bro? I haven't watched it yet. I'm super excited to go see it though. Uh, we have to always wait because. Uh, since Winnie was born just before the pandemic, she doesn't have the patience to sit through a full film. Remy will, because Remy, we took him to the movies from the time he was like six months old. But Eowyn has no interest in trying to sit through a film in its entirety. So well, she grew up during
0: COVID, so, so we, she didn't get to, she didn't get the movie experience no, like Remy exactly, did. Exactly.
2: Because at the time, think about it, Disney Plus was releasing films for like thirty bucks that you could buy and then watch. As though you were in your movie theater at home. So she was used to being able to get up and go around and get snacks and play with toys. So we have a theater here in Fresno that has what's called the crying room, which is basically okay. it's back set in the back of the theater with a plexiglass wall. So you can still see the film, but you can be loud, and obnoxious, and you don't disrupt the other moviegoers. So we usually wait and then we'll go and do that. But especially now that they I work for more home, people back there. Honestly, like, sh- there's like four seats in there and I'm like, dude, there should be like 20. Make it like its own little room. It'd be dope. Have a birthday party oh, yeah. here.
1: Yeah. yeah. that Yeah, that'd
2: be dope, but whatever.
0: People have their Lexi, things. Lexi, any, any final, any final thoughts, words of wisdom, gems uh, of well, gems have, of goodness?
1: I, I, I don't know if I got any of that. I just, I love me just sing a little song and I love to listen to other people sing a little song. And so, if I can listen to people sing a little song and it make me feel some type of way,
0: I'm gonna do it. <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> uh, uh, Liam, where can people find you, your work, your your oh goodness, um, a- and your your 36 podcasts that
2: you start and then yo. You know what though, I really haven't done uh, much podcasting lately. Uh, now that I am self employed freelance artist, uh, Brittany and I will get Hilt Radio back up and running, uh, so you can listen to us on. Hilt Radio, that's H-Y-L-T, here you leave today. Uh, I also do a sex advice and relationship podcast with uh, a co-narrator of mine, Tim Page, called the Love Gods. So, if you would like to listen to two audiobook narrators give you really bad sex advice, you can look us up on your favorite podcast listening services. I also do a um, sports-related podcast that covers the team West Ham United, called the Bearded Bastards, and that's with a friend of mine. That's yeah, right here on the uh, on the old hoodie right there. there you, go. Um, you can listen that as well if you are not into podcasts but you are into audiobooks um i just cleared 100 audiobooks just about two weeks ago uh, but if you search for liam de Cosmo on audible you can find lots of pictures of shirtless men and <laughs> those books yeah. i have i have contributed at least 50 percent of the vocalizings to so there you go
0: uh also uh you know getting over a uh, hundred books is not that bad I mean not that much because I mean it's on a phone so you can just kind of step over oh, it. So no, it's not it's like a
2: big hurdle to super, go through super I mean, easy.
0: Like, it's pretty it's just like a walkover yeah
2: so I mean three three years doing part-time and getting a hundred books I mean anybody could do it not bad not bad I mean you know <laughs> uh Lexi what about you
1: I'm on Twitter and on Instagram Instagram you'll find me more because I do my little Instagram stories um, it's just my name at Lexi Nieto, L E X I N I E T O. Um, I mean, I wa watch, watch Tomochan if you're into anime. Um, it's it's a good time. And uh, and if you want to talk music, I I'm wearing my Cory Wong t- one of my several Cory Wong t shirts right now. Nice. Um stream stream Corey Wong. He's the best in the whole wide world. It's his birthday yesterday. Happy birthday to my favorite guy.
0: On International Women's Day.
1: I know how special. <laughs>
2: Nice, uh, Lexi. Gonna... I just started following you.
1: Oh shucks, let's go. I I don't have my fo- my no. phone is over there charging, so I got you. You
2: don't have to follow me back. All it is is me posting books or pictures of my kids. So we're good. Oh,
0: that's <laughs> wonderful. I will say two of the cutest kids that have ever oh, kidded. Oh,
1: thanks. Like, if,
0: if you look at Liam, you're like happened here guys
2: yeah like what <laughs> thank goodness my wife's jeans outbalanced mine because my kids oh my are God. adorable and my wife is smoking but they do they do love josh they call him uncle dipper
0: Mm-hmm. Winnie, so I don't cute. know if
2: she does. She didn't talk the last time
0: that we saw. No, her. that's okay. She's she's a little more shy. But also, quietest baby that has ever babied. She was. Like, oh, wow. d-
2: never talked at all. Yeah. She was like never cried, nothing. No. Both my kids were pretty well behaved, which makes me wonder what happened to them because now they're just obnoxious.
0: <laughs> uh, and we're going to put uh, everybody's links in the show notes so you could follow Lexi, follow Liam. Uh, I don't know about all of Liam's links. I mean, he needs to get a link tree because, like, there are like 30 different things he talks about. Just follow
2: follow Liam uh, DiCosimo. That's the, the, you'll find all the stuff through that one. Just Liam DiCosimo is the easiest one to go with.
0: Don't tell me what the link, I'll link what I want. You link
2: what I I tell you. You, Hey, you link link what I tell you to do. If you're going to go off the rails, you and I are going to have to have some words, man. I'll come on down to Oklahoma, I'll drag your ass into Texas. and sorry, me sorry, me and Lexi, we're gonna work you over, it, right? You hear sorry, me? See or not? Yeah, she's throwing up gang signs now. I'm sorry. Listen, I'm sorry. J- listen, Josh. I- now that's the that's that's the horns
0: thing. That was just, <laughs> she's she she's throwing that now. She's throwing up high school. I mean not high school. She's throwing yeah, up colleges. yeah, she's yeah, like, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> easily amused you can find me on twitter and instagram at josh l kane you can find the podcast on instagram at what's up fandom um you can find that on twitter what's Up fandom pc for podcast check out our anime content on the anime book club uh on instagram and twitter uh we have Mondays every monday that's where you can listen to the anime uh, anime book club and fandom fridays when we have our what's up fandom episodes um check them out wherever you download Podcasts. Thanks to one out of 10 for the intro and outro for this episode. They are touring in beautiful Southern California. Um, Check them out there and on Spotify at one out of 10. And thanks to our sponsors, wild bill soda, get yourself some delicious craft soda or some coffee or some peanuts or some barbecue sauce. They got everything there. Um, Use code fandom 10 at checkout to get 15% off. It's weird that it's fandom 10, but you get 15% off yeah um, <laughs> off your purchases <laughs> so yeah um, do that get yourself some drinks support the podcast and you get something for free well not free you gotta pay for it but anyway uh, thanks to Lexi and Liam for joining me today um, so for uh, What's Up Fandom I'm Josh I'm Liam I'm Lexi Goodbye everybody
1: Bye. sweater is my philosophy about living in such a